You may feel like you have heard something resembling the following setup before. Former Soviet Republic, now a sovereign nation increasingly inclining towards the West in general outlook, but unprotected by membership of the EU or NATO. A significant chunk of its eastern reaches occupied by Russian troops and governed by Moscow proxies. A detectable current of Russian meddling in its politics and Russian prodding and poking at its societal divisions. Its nervous elected leaders frantically soliciting help from European and or Western countries whose governments are somewhat hamstrung by problems of their own and by the fact that few among their publics could point on a map to the beleaguered nation in question. But while the world has become, over the last year, grimly familiar with the dynamics of Ukraine's situation, less attention has been paid to Moldova, and more attention should be. Moldova's president, Maya Sandu, has warned of a Russian plot to overthrow her government. New Prime Minister, Doreen Rechan, claims a Russian plan is afoot to seize the airport in Moldova's capital, Chisinau. Ukraine's President Zelensky has also said that Kyiv uncovered details of this uh, alleged Russian plan. The Russian um, Foreign Ministry, however, said the allegations were baseless and accused uh, Ukraine and Moldova of a smear campaign. The nightmare scenario is basically that Moldova ends up being some sort of sequel to Ukraine. But Moldova's story to this point also looks in many respects like a trial run for what Russia is now attempting in Ukraine. Moldova has a long history of being yanked between competing interests. This is a necessarily brisk recap, which omits some details pertaining to shifting borders and what territory gets called Moldova and what doesn't, but the basic sketch is that the area was squabbled over by the Ottoman Empire and the Russian Empire for ages, briefly became independent in 1918 under the name Bessarabia, joined Romania later that year, was annexed by the Soviet Union in 1940, returned to Romanian control during Nazi Germany's invasion of the Soviet Union, and was then won back by the Soviet Union, which incorporated it as the Moldavian Autonomous Soviet Socialist Republic. As the Soviet Union crumbled in the early 90s, there was some talk of reunifying Moldova with Romania, but the idea proved insufficiently popular with Moldovans to stick. Moldova declared independence in 1991, but didn't quite bring the entire territory along. There was a small but nasty war between Moldova's tiny military and secessionist forces in Transnistria the territory of Moldova between the Dniester River and the border with Ukraine. The Transnistrians were and are backed by Russia, the unrecognised statelet of the Pridnestrovian Moldavian Republic has festered ever since, a combination of weird Stalinist theme park and murky mafia kingdom. The fear of Russia employing Transnistria as a springboard for invasion of Moldova is not a new one, but it was fanned by Russia's seizure of Crimea and the Donbass in 2014, and further still by the beginning of Russia's assault on Ukraine last February. From Russia's point of view, you can see the appeal. 
Where Ukraine is huge, 44 million people in a country larger than France, Moldova is small, 2.5 million people in a country about the size of Belgium. Ukraine, as Russia has been learning the hard way, is well defended and backed by generous allies. Moldova has a tiny military, no air force to speak of, and is obliged by its constitution to permanent and uncompromising neutrality. Clause 2 of Article 11 declares, simply and straightforwardly, the Republic of Moldova shall not allow the dispersal of foreign military troops upon its territory. Moldova is on its own. Some sort of push may be coming to shove, however. Late last week, Moldova's parliament signed off on a new pro-Western government led by former National Security Advisor Doreen Ratian, who named accession to the EU as a key priority. Moldova applied last March, days after Russia attacked Ukraine and received candidate status in June. Rechian also suggested, as has President Sandu, that Article 11 may in present circumstances be more of a weakness than a buttress. And Rechian has accompanied his remarks on the subject with a suggestion that it is past time that Russian troops were evicted from Transnistria. At least one fellow European leader is sympathetic to this view, President Volodymyr Zelensky of Ukraine, who has promised assistance to Moldova should Russia attack. A small pro-Russian party, sure, which holds just six seats in Moldova's parliament, organised protests this past weekend, ostensibly about energy costs. Moldova is totally reliant on Russian gas, but the subtext was lost on nobody. Shaw's founder, Ilan Shaw, currently on the lam in Israel following a conviction for defrauding Moldova's bank system to the tune of at least a billion dollars, is widely assumed to be an asset of Russia's intelligence service, the FSB. Russia, as is traditional, denies everything. Kremlin spokesman Dmitry Peskov this week inveighed that Moldova was, quote, slipping into anti-Russian hysteria, unquote, as if the very thought of Russia, Russia of all countries, engaging in predatory conduct towards one of its neighbours in a seizure of revanchist hubris was the stuff of deranged, unthinkable fantasy. For Monocle 24, I'm Andrew Muller.